Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We rejoice in the Lord that you guys are here with us. Oh, what a blessing this Sunday morning yes. in Jesus' name. Thank you guys for being here with us. What a blessing. We're so excited. We're always excited to have each of you with us. Make sure you share Respondency with others right now. Let them know that Respondency is here together again. Make sure you have your Bibles and, and uh, your hearts ready to hear the Word of God. It's so awesome to have every single one of you all with us. That's We're right. We're so blessed, so That's honored. right. I want to pray for every single one of you because God knows the plans. This is Jeremiah 29, 11. God knows, he says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Yes, Hallelujah. Verse 12 says, Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Hallelujah. Verse 13. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, says the Lord. Hallelujah. And will bring you back from captivity. Jesus. Father God, I pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We praise you, Lord, Hallelujah. and we worship and adore you. But this is the day Jesus. the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. God, we worship you and we thank you, oh God. We bless your holy yes, name. God. We thank you, God, for who you are, God, in the blessed name of Jesus. We worship you. We're not even ashamed of to say the name Jesus. Right. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus. Jesus. Jesus, you are Jesus. the one who died for us. And not only did you die for us, you rose from the dead. Yes. And for that, we are so grateful. We bless your yes, holy Father. name. We worship and adore yes, you, God. Lord. We thank you for your faithfulness and how you treat us, not the way we deserve. Your loving kindness, oh God, is beyond our comprehension your grace and mercy and your faithfulness towards us god we want to say thank, thank you, you in jesus name now lord i thank you according to jeremiah 29 oh god you know god i thank you so much that you have the plans yes. and purposes for every single one of our viewers yes. may you bless them in the mighty name of jesus god may you cover them with the blood of jesus christ may you send total confusion to the plans of the enemy for them god and may they seek you oh god may they just quiet themselves and and just go to a quiet place and that them alone with you, O oh Lord, and just seek your face. Amen. Seek your face. Amen. Seek the face of God. Yes. Let them acknowledge you for who you are. Says God, you are real. Amen. You are here with us, God. You are here with me, O oh God, in the name of Jesus yes, Christ. God. God, I don't have to feel you. I don't have to sense you. God, I just my faith is in you. I know you. I Jesus. acknowledge you, Jesus. I don't live by goosebumps. I don't live by feelings. I live by faith faith. Amen. Oh, Father God, I pray blessings upon every single person that their personal walk with you will grow like never before in the mighty name of Jesus yes, Christ. Amen. Yes, and God. amen. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give God a big clap. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the name amen. of the Lord. Jesus. You deserve the glory. Thank you, Jesus. You deserve the honor. Thank you, Jesus. You deserve the glory. Yes, Lord. Thank Hallelujah. You, Lord. Thank oh, you, Lord. we clap onto you, oh God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The greatest you, Jesus. thing is to remember the audience of one. He is the most important person. Yes. God, you alone are the most important person to us, Lord. Yes. Because, God, we know that what matters most is what you're doing for us, God. God, we know we fail you. We, we miss the mark. But God, you always remain faithful. Jesus. He is so good to us and so patient with each and every single one of us. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I believe there's some of us that, you know, um, you know, we've been, maybe we were on our way somewhere and God protected us. God supernaturally protected us. You know, some of us might have felt like, man, that was a terrible delay. I was so late to that thing. And yet God was moving and protecting us from what was coming ahead from a, a possible car accident, from being maybe in a, in a place we weren't supposed to be at at that time. God is with us and God is for us and God is always watching over his people. So I want you to remember that. So the next time that you feel like, man, this is such a terrible delay, what is going on here? Whether it's a flight, whether it's in a car, whether it, it's even maybe you were waiting on a job interview and it was delayed for days and God says, I have a plan and a purpose for you. I know why it was delayed. I was working on your behalf for the glory of God. Praise God. Praise God. I know that was for someone. So Thank you, Jesus. You know, let us know if that was you. That that's. It's always encouraging for us when we hear from, from our viewers. And, you know, I know that, that God is even now, even even our tomorrow like some of us are so worried about tomorrow and god is saying i have tomorrow in my hands so let's trust in the lord with all our hearts amen amen ladies and gentlemen thank you jesus i tell you again read jeremiah 29 verse 11 all the way down to like i'm saying verse 14 in, in in jesus name just 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 enjoy that verse and just pray according mm-hmm. to it just apply it to your life in jesus name god is so good ladies and gentlemen i want to let you know that we're excited to let you know we're looking forward to next sunday already can you believe it <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. it's going to be communion we're going to take communion together ladies and gentlemen we're going to break sunday. bread together in jesus name mm-hmm. but before next sunday although i'm excited about that <laughs> this will let you guys know that we look forward to praying with you live in the name of Jesus Christ on Tuesday when we call upon the name of the Lord. Yes. God has been so faithful, so many testimonies, and we are not yes. going to forget thank God you, when he answers our prayers. You, oh, we're going to bless his thank name you, and thank him for who he is, yes. for he is faithful, he is ladies faithful. and gentlemen. And a huge um, announcement is that this coming week, our Be Resplendent episode, we're going to have a guest speaker, ladies and gentlemen. And I pray that every single one of you would subscribe to this channel, this YouTube channel, so you can be a part of that in Jesus' name. We're going to have a dear brother in the name of the Lord from from um, you know up north in Jesus' name. You guys have to come in on Tuesday, uh, on Thursday, and watch it. You'll see That's who right. it is and, and how our conversation and, and, and how that just goes about this whole new format that God is leading us in Jesus name and you guys are going to be so encouraged you certainly will be so we're looking forward to all that God is doing this week it's a new aspect to be resplendent episodes that we wanted to add and uh, we're very excited about it so the only place that you're going to be able to see that remember is on our YouTube channel so make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell to get all the notifications. That's right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I thank God for every single one of you. Also, yes. our prayer moments, right? We That's don't right. want them to miss any of our, uh, well, we take a quick moment in prayer. Yes. Uh, we really hope and pray that mm. you guys have been encouraged yes. just to take that time, a quick moment, just to pray with us. Um, that's been coming out weekly. Yes. Um, another one will be coming out this week, the end of this week. So again, make sure... 
that you uh, tune into that too, right here on Respondency you, YouTube channel. I appreciate that. Pray with us. Thank God for Pastor Natalie. Thank <laughs> God. I thank God. Lord Jesus, we thank you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are so grateful that um, today we have a guest speaker. Someone who just loves God's word. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you guys will just open up your heart to God's word and be tremendously blessed in Jesus' name. But before that, I want to pray for the offering. Mm -hmm. That God will, 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 will allow you guys to give unto the Lord. Amen. This is a part of our worship is to give unto the Lord. Yes. First and fruits. First fruits. And, and, and just for you to put God first. And we want you guys to give it joyfully. Yes. We appreciate every single one of you. It is so well needed in Jesus' name. But you know what? This is for the furtherance of God's kingdom. This is for God's glory. And Amen. we want him to be so honored and so glorified in our giving. So let's pray. Father, I just thank you so very much yes. for the giving of the tithes and the offerings, God. Amen. Thank you, Lord God, that we're giving with a joyful heart. Thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ for your people that will give unto the work of the kingdom of God, oh Lord, how you're using resplendency. God, may they continue to give every single week, every month, however you choose, however you bless them, God. Bless them so they can be a blessing. So this gospel will continue to go forth in the name of Jesus Christ. And I thank you. It will go forth no matter what. Amen. In Jesus' name. That's right. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, open up your hearts to God's holy word as Joel comes in Jesus' name. Hello, and God bless you, Resplendency. Such a wonderful opportunity and a privilege it is to speak before you today, bringing God's holy word. Thank you to Pastor Chris and Pastor Natalie. You cannot just come up and give God's word without it being true for yourself. So today what I'm going to be speaking about is something that the Lord has been speaking to me. I don't want you to think that what we're going to be talking about today is, is anything that's targeted to a specific time or a specific place or a specific people. This is God's word and God's word is for all of us. God's word is for every age group, it's for every denomination, it's for every group, all these places, God's word is for all of us because at the end of the day, we have a responsibility and that is surrender. And we have to surrender to God's will, God's way, not our ways, not the way we think is right, not the way we want to be right, but what God's word says. That is the ultimate truth, that is the truth. Jesus says, I am the, life, the truth, the life, and the way. He is the truth and that's what we got to believe in. So thank you again so much for this opportunity. I'm so glad you all are here with us. Uh, I want to encourage you to have your Bibles ready. We are going to be getting uh, very quickly diving through Scripture. And with the Scriptures I'm going to be talking about, uh, there's going to be some moments where I, 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 I read only segments of the Scripture, right? But I'm going to encourage you all, as we always do here at Resplendency, for you to take the time to maybe go back and jot down the Scriptures and, and read them during the week, study them during the week. We don't want to just be... Uh, 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 people who are hearers of the word, we want to be doers of the word, which to be able to do it means we have to actually study it so we can put it into practice. So uh, when, when you're someone who's in school, if you were uh, educated at any institution, I'm pretty sure we can all agree we all had to take back homework with us, right? We couldn't just say, I heard the lesson once 
and then I went on with my day and I just did everything right. No, we had something that we had to do about it. So it's the same thing with God's word. You can't just hear God's word, gonna go about your day and just say, I heard it, now I know about it and I'm good. The only way for it to actually stick and for it to change us and to resonate with us is for us to practice it out. So that's just another sidebar right there, right? But uh, let's go ahead, if you would turn in your Bible to 1 John, 1 John chapter 2, and we're going to be starting at verse 15. 1 John chapter 2, uh, verse 15. Now before I get into that, I just want to encourage you about what we're going to be going through today. And uh, with the time that we have today, I'm going to be encouraging you about from the topic of do not be distracted. Do not be distracted. Now, uh, there are a lot of things that I could uh, uh, get deeper into with this topic. Distractions can mean a whole lot of things, and I think a lot of times we just glance to the more obvious things. But really, when it comes down to it at the end of the day, God looks at our hearts, right? And our hearts can actually be distracted, and we're going to go into this a little bit more today. But um, do not be distracted is what we're going to be talking about. There are going to be three main things that I just kind of briefly uh, uh, put together here in my notes on on the types of distractions that, that are, are really uh, hot and heavy that can really uh, make us be so blinded to what God is trying to do, trying to say, and trying to reveal. And so uh, I, I'm going to break it down to these three different spots, but I want you all to know there are not just three distractions. There's a whole lot of distractions and a whole lot of things out there. This is just the way that I culminated it for today's time. And so uh, if you would, again, just be prepared, be ready. We're going to start off here with 1 John chapter 2, uh, verse 15. And it says this, Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for a physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever. Now let me just go ahead and, and pray here as we go into God's word. God, we thank you for your word that you are speaking to us this day. I pray that as our hearts are the soil and your word is the seed, we would be good soil, that we would be a soil that is prepped and ready for the gardener, that, Lord, we would uh, hear your word and live out your word, and that, God, you would be the one who would be glorified out of your word, not me, not resplendency, but your word, God, would be the thing that would be glorified. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this time that, God, you would reveal yourself through the power of your Holy Spirit this very day. So, God, I pray you'd bless your people. Pour out your grace upon your people this day and encourage them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 So we just started off here in 1 John chapter 2, verse 15, talking about do not love this world, right? And we're talking about the distractions. So uh, by first glance, you would probably think that when we're talking about distractions in the world, we're talking about the culture. And um, I want to make sure that I'm starting off very clear by explaining to you that the world is not the antithesis of God, okay? In fact, the world is to be a, 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 a reflector of the glory of God. Why do I say this? Because when we read in Genesis, we understand that the world was birthed from God. How could it be evil if God is the one who created it? Just want to get you there for a second, okay? The world itself 
is not evil. This is not an us versus them kind of thing. Okay. Uh, the first thing I want to get out of the way is when we're reading, it says, do not love this world. We are not speaking about planet Earth. <laughs> we are speaking about very, very specifically the ways of the world, which is not the ways of God. God created the world, but unfortunately, because the world does not always choose God, it itself is not God, right? It is to be a, 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 a subsidiary. It is, it, is a, it is a created thing that is supposed to be pleasing to God, right? We understand this when we read this in Genesis. I don't have time to get deep into that, but I want to make sure I'm clear on that because a lot of times it's preached upon us. It's like, hey, we, we are the world. This is the world and we are the believer and the believer versus the world. And that's not how it ought to be. Okay, um, the world is the very thing that God is after, but we do not serve a dictator. We serve a righteous and holy God who 100% believes in justice, 100% is justice, 100% is righteousness. However, he is not a dictator for that reason. He doesn't say, because I created you, you must love me. He's not like some earthly uh, people who would say, uh, now because this is you came from me, this idea came from me, this, this business came from me, this uh, maybe my children, whatever the situation is, came from me, it, it, it now owes me to just uh, follow me, um, believe in me, uh, do everything for me. That's not how God is. God is so awesome and so righteous that he actually says, I will give you the choice. You do what you want to do. Just know that I'm the one who made you and I'm here. We choose every day in how we live our life if we are going to be a people of the world or if we're going to be people who are believers every day. All right. Um, so getting into what are the, 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 the things that are deceiving us. When we're talking about specifically the world, I want you to understand what the definition of the world is in the biblical context here because, again, we're not talking about just planet Earth, right? So what are we talking about? The world represents those who are hostile and indifferent to the Word of God. You might, as you hear that, you might start to think of some things that that resonates with, right? The world are those who are hostile and indifferent towards the Word of God. Uh, if you are somebody who um, maybe knows someone or knows a place or knows a thing that is designated specifically to try and um, make people not believe in singularity, but to try and believe in all things. Guess what? That is a hostile, as an attack on, on God by saying you are not enough. When you're looking at specifically those who are indifferent, those who will say God could be real or could not be, but I'm going to keep going about my day. That is a, by definition, the worldly perspective, not the godly one. You are not to be unmoved when you are, when you are uh, 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 around or speaking of God. You know, I, um, I, I, I was watching this video. Someone shared this video with me, and uh, I wasn't aware of this, but it's a, a recent event that happened maybe a few months ago, maybe a few weeks ago. can't exactly remember, but it's not too long off is my point. And um, it was this popular... Um, I don't say super popular, but you know, a popular, a, a known uh, a comedian. And this comedian uh, literally was, in making their joke, saying the Lord's name in vain. 
and in a matter of seconds, it's all on video. I'm not gonna say the name of this person because it's not about the person, it's about the point. Uh, the, in a matter of seconds, the person literally uh, blacked out and fainted after saying the Lord's name in vain and hit their head right on the ground right away. It's scary. That's, you know, and, and, and I'm seeing this video, I'm going, wow, Lord, help us. Because we're talking about being that um, hostile or different, being in this type of culture that it's okay. Like I don't, I didn't necessarily mean anything bad by it. I just, I just said the name of the righteous and holy name that we know as believers, the name of Jesus, but just saying it in a way that is, uh, it, it is either hostile, it is indifferent, is not, it is not holy, is not treated righteously. It's just being said, is saying the name of the holy name of Jesus, and literally the person blacked out and fainted in a matter of seconds. Now you might say that don't happen every time someone says that. No, that might not be true, but. Let me just tell you right now, like I just started off with, our God is not a dictator. He is a righteous, holy, and loving God. So let's not play around with that and just say the name of Jesus, the holy name of Jesus, and test out what's going to happen because you may not be the one to always see it. It may not always be on camera, but we don't know what's always going on, and I don't want to be the one that tests that out. Okay. So as, as I, I get through that first, uh, one of the first distractions, the first uh, uh, points that I want to I bring us to, right, uh, is, 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 is one that's, that, that's um, I think we all hear this as Christians because a lot of people always say, you know, they, 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 they attribute this characteristic to believers um, to, be a, to be loving. I'm just going to tell you that's what it is, right? So to, to be loving, to be caring, to be compassionate, right? Um, so people just assume that's how it ought to be as a believer, but that is one of the very things that is a, a strong challenge and a strong uh, disruption for believers. Uh, I would say it has only increased in recent time, but this is not just about today's time. This has been going on for a long time, this battle, but specifically the first thing is uh, a, a, a number, the first distraction we're talking about today is an unloving spirit or a hateful heart an unloving spirit or a hateful heart. Now, you might say, I don't have a hateful heart, but if you have an unloving spirit, it's still the same. Okay. This is one of the things that people would not first say, if you're going to talk about distractions, you're going to talk about disruptions, you would probably first think I'm talking about, I don't know, turning on the television or watching TV. No, no, no. One of the things that the enemy so cunningly loves to see and rejoices over is seeing the believer have an unloving spirit or a hateful heart. Wow, that's not possible. That's exactly right. What does light and darkness have to do with one another? What does, what does love and hate have to do? How can you be a believer and still have hate in your heart? Can I tell you, this is a very real thing. This is a very real thing. And in fact, uh, let's turn here in John chapter 13. John chapter 13 verse 34 we're starting off there and it says a new command i give you love one another as i have loved you this is jesus speaking a new command i give you love one another as i have loved you so you must love one another verse 35 by this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another simon peter asked him Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, where I'm going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. This is amazing. Jesus is in a moment here in scripture where he is about to be 
betrayed and handed over before he is going to do one of the ultimate acts of love, which is the sacrifice he does for us on the cross. We know this happens later on in Scripture, um, and we understand that Jesus he does one of the most powerful acts of love, which is he would literally die so that we would be free. And um, before he goes to lay his life, to lay himself down for us, he is now telling his disciples, which are the people who represent those who would then carry the message, which now we are disciples of Christ today, and we are now carrying this very same message, which is, I give you a command, love one another as I have loved you, so that you must, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. How would he, you know the difference if you're a believer or not? If you love one another. Okay, this is going to mess some people up right now, but I want to really get into this for a second. I'm, I'm almost going to step in it for a moment here. Um, the way that people will know that you're a believer is not by speaking in tongues. What? No, that's definitely a gift of the Spirit. That's awesome. But he, the Bible says the way you will know you are my disciples is if you love one another. Can I tell you, I've met a whole lot of tongue-talking people that had the most hateful, angry, um, unloving spirits at all. <laughs> and if, if, it, if, if the way we knew they were the, the people of God was just because they were um, uh, speaking in tongues, but they were walking in such a, a terrible vitriol and mistreating the people of God, that would not be the Lord. And I'm so glad that isn't the God I serve. <laughs> the gifts of the Holy Spirit is a manifestation of having the Holy Spirit, but that is not the way the world identifies us. Okay, the world doesn't look at us and say, oh, my gosh, he just spoke in a whole nother language. And that's so cool. The world looks at us and says, these people are different because the world works in a divisive way, unfortunately. But these people are not divisive. They're righteous and their righteousness is found in a place of love. His love and kindness leads us to repentance. His love and his kindness. The acts that Jesus did on the cross was an act of love and kindness. And because of that, we are saved. So what gives you the right to treat people in an unloving way and expect them to love the Lord? If we are to show the world that we are truly saved, if we are to show the world that we are truly different, we must walk in the love and kindness of Christ. You cannot be a minister of the gospel. You cannot be a, a missionary, a churchgoer, a deacon, leader, whatever you want to call yourself, worshiper, and you have an unloving spirit or a hateful heart towards the people. If you are intentionally saying, I'll, I'll, I'll worship, I'm good, I'm good with my clan of people, I'm good with my group, okay? I, I'm, these, we, we all are great, but then another group of people step in and you have such a hateful heart, you are not operating in a thing that the Lord actually says is a command, not a request. This is non-negotiable. Now, I, I, I want to be very clear because some people will say, you don't know what I've been through. I totally dislike this group of people. You don't understand. I'm not telling you to have an acceptance for abuse, okay? That's, that's a whole other 
thing. That's not to be brought into this conversation. Because some people use that manipulative. Oh, you know, you're supposed to love me and therefore you're not operating a love and what's going on here. If somebody is, uh, is abusing you, God gives us freedom and be free, okay? But what we're, we're talking about today is if you know that you are being abusive towards people, if you know you are literally being rude, having an angst, and thinking it's okay to be a, a person who will say, I don't like this one, I don't like that one, I, ha I, I absolutely hate what they did, and therefore I have now hatred towards them. Guess what? You now have a hateful heart and an unforgiving spirit, and that's something I spoke about right before we went into the pandemic where I started saying about things that would be blockages to prayer. Guess what? The Bible goes as far as to even say, and I'm not going to get into it today, but the Bible goes as far as to even say that you cannot stand in the place of prayer if you have something against your brother or sister. You have got to let it go or else your prayers itself will be blocked. This is a distraction from the enemy. This is an actual disruption. The Bible says in John chapter 17, verse 22, John chapter 17, verse 22, he says, I have given them the glory you gave me so they may be as one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. Father, I want these whom you have given to be with me where I am. They all see the glory you gave me because you love me even before the world began. Now let's jump into 1 John chapter 3, verse 7. It says, Dear children, do not, any, do not let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it shows that they are righteous, even as Christ is righteous. But when people keep on sinning, it shows they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning. But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Verse 9, those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep on sinning because they are children of God. Verse 10, so now we can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil. Anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers do not belong to God. Let's jump to verse 14 here in 1 John chapter 3, verse 14. It says, if we love our brothers who are and sisters who are believers, it proves that we have passed from death to life. But a person who has no love is still dead. Let me read verse 14 again. If we love our brothers and sisters who are believers, it proves it what? Proves, I wish I had a live audience right now. It proves that we have passed from death to life. But a person who has no what? Love is still dead. If you are walking without the love of Christ and are making justification for it, you are now walking in the path of death. Are you saying I'm going to die, Joel? No, I'm just telling you spiritually this is a, a, this is a physical thing that is manifesting into your spiritual life. And you will literally begin to see a lot of these people that walk in these kinds of way, they don't have a, 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 a growth. 
they don't have maturing. They don't have the kinds of breakthroughs that we're talking about. They walk in a place that is a place of death. They walk in a place that is very divisive. They walk in a way that the worst of the world knows they are cut off from a supernatural that God wants to have for these people. But because they're so think it's okay, I'm so angry with this person. I'm going to go tell this person off because they're so wrong and I have so much anger. I'm so angry. They'll even say that. It makes me so angry what you've done. It makes me so, so upset that now I think I have a right to do this thing. Well, guess what? This is what the Bible says about the people who do these kinds of things. It now says that one, we just read earlier on, you are not now walking in a way that the world will know that you're a believer. So what do you think? Do you think other people are going to want to serve God if you're carrying this kind of spirit? And secondly, the Bible now says, as for you, you are now walking in a way of death. God is after our hearts. Do not make excuses for what you choose to believe in your heart. I am not preaching this just for you because I have to hear this for me, okay? There are things that have been wrong, things that have been unholy and unrighteous, but, but I must carry the love of God. I cannot let that thing make me sour. I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be this way. I'm going to carry myself this way. I'm going to... No. I will still carry the love of God. I will choose to walk in the love of God. And it will be apparent that people literally will be able to say, there is something different about you because the rest of the world would be angry if they went through what you went through. But you are not walking in anger. You are walking in the love of God. This is so crazy because the Bible makes it clear to us in Galatians 5 verse 13 it says for you have been called to live in freedom my brothers and sisters but do not use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature instead use your freedom to serve one another in love for the whole law can be summed up in this one command love your neighbor as yourself but if you are always biting and devouring one another watch out beware of destroying one another that's crazy um why because this is why church hurt is one of the hardest hurts for people. Because God never intended for his people to be biting at one another. And the enemy it doesn't have to mess with you if you're still messing with your brother and sister. If you're the one who's being causing this division. You know, um, I've seen this go around a few different years. Uh, now it's, 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 old, it's an older video. It, get, it gets passed around every so often on social media in different places. But um, literally, there's this video that goes around about this lion and these lionesses and lion and the buffaloes. They're chasing after a buffalo. The buffaloes always travel in packs together. One of the buffaloes gets isolated. The lions attack that buffalo, and they're all going at it. And a lioness from another uh, hunting pack comes by and sees them doing this and jumps in and actually starts fighting the other lions the lions begin to fight one another and the buffalo is able to get up and actually escape. <laughs> and this is how I picture the body of Christ when I read this scripture, if we are acting that way. You're so busy fighting one another that the very thing God has for you is, is actually getting away. And when they find, by the time they, they're done fighting one another, they look back, what's supposed to be for them is actually gone. Do not be distracted. 
do not be distracted. It is not worth losing your blessing. It is not worth losing what God has for you if you're too busy backbiting, as the scripture mentions here in Galatians 5, verse 15. Okay, I, I don't have much time here, so I'm going to jump right into the next one here. Uh, the second thing here is prideful attitudes. Prideful attitudes is another distraction. I'm not walking in pride. Well, 2 Chronicles chapter 26, verse 16 says this. Uh, well, before I get into that, in 2 Chronicles chapter 26, you'll read about King Isaiah. Uh, and, and, and this is a man who was very blessed by God. He had a whole lot of blessings and triumphs. God blessed him with multiple victories. He blessed him with dominion. He blessed him with armies that were extremely successful. There is a list of accomplishments the Bible speaks about here in 2 Chronicles chapter 26. I encourage you in your free time to go and check that out. But uh, the thing that's so crazy here is that uh, Uzziah, this is what happens to him as time goes on. In, 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 in 2 Chronicles 26 verse 16 2 Chronicles 26, verse 16, it says this, But when he had become powerful, he also became proud, which led to his downfall. He sinned against the Lord his God by entering the sanctuary of the Lord's temple and personally burning incense and incense on the incense altar. Verse 17 says, And Zariah, the high priest, went in after him with 80 other priests of the Lord, all brave men, Verse 18, they confronted King Uzziah and said, It is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord. This is the work of the priests alone, the descendants of Aaron who have set apart for this work. Get out of the sanctuary, for you have sinned. The Lord God will not honor you for this. Verse 19, Uzziah, who was holding an incense burner, became furious. He was standing there raging at the priests before the incense altar in the Lord's temple. Leprosy suddenly broke out on his forehead. When Uzziah, Uzziah, the high priest, and all the priests saw the leprosy, they rushed him out, and the king himself was eager to get out because the Lord had struck him. So King Uzziah had leprosy until the day he died. He lived in isolation in a separate house, for he was excluded from the temple of the Lord. His son Jotham was put in charge of the royal palace, and he governed the people of the land. This is what happens when you walk in pridefulness, proudfulness. What will happen? It leads you to a place where you actually think you can step into God's presence and do things the way you want to do things. And here's the worst part about it. God gave him an opportunity because when that happened, the people of God, the, the men and women of God, these, 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 these people that were going in, that were the high priests, came in, 80 other people. They walked in and they said, hold on, this is not right, this is not appropriate. And all he had to do was humble himself. I believe this. But the Bible says here in verse 19, Uzziah, who was holding the incense burner, became furious. So in the very presence of God, if you, and I've seen this happen, unfortunately, too many times, people being in the presence of God, people being in, whether it is a church, in a spiritual atmosphere, and having anger in their heart. We just talked about this. The, they were, he was being confronted. He became angry that they confronted him. They told him that he was doing something wrong. And because of that, in that moment, the, whole, the Lord struck him with leprosy. Because not only did he have the indecency to have this pridefulness and proudfulness walking up into the, the, the church doing things how he wanted to do things, but then on top of that, he now, when he gets confronted, actually goes and, and, and thinks he has a right to be angry in the presence of God. And because of that, when he gets confronted, the Lord now says, well, now you're going to have an incurable disease and you will die. Do not let pride 
or proudfulness be a distraction. Just because you have had the blessings of God, just because you've had the hand of God before on your life, because you've seen the Lord do miracles, you've seen enemies fall at your side, you've seen God open doors, you've been told that you're anointed and blessed. Now you just think you can just walk in and you can burn the incense because you've seen God do it and you're not walking in humility. Be watchful. Be watchful. I'm going to get through this here. The last, the last one, the last distraction, disruption that I'm speaking of today. There's not all of them. This is just literally three. I don't have time to go into this. There's so many more. But the other thing is acts of service. What? You mean acts of service being a distraction? Yes. Yes. Uh, in Luke chapter 10, verse 38, I want to back this up with scripture. Luke chapter 10, verse 38 says this. As Jesus and his disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. Verse 39, her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he taught. Verse 40, but Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to Jesus, she came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. Verse 41, but the Lord said to her, my dear Martha, are you worried and upset over all these details? There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken away from her. Whew. Okay, so what are we talking about here? Well, I'm talking about the kind of people who are just like Martha, who say, I got to be so busy. Team no sleep. I got to hustle. God has given me a business. God has given me a dream. God has given me the stuff. And I'm going to hustle, and I'm going to do, and I'm going to keep going, and all this kind of stuff. But the very person who wants to bless you, the very person who is the one who's given you this opportunity right here in the presence of God, you have Jesus in your very home, Martha. You have Jesus in your very home. Who are you in this situation? Ask yourself this question. And you're just hustling and bustling, and the very thing that you need that cannot be taken away from you, you are so angry about because you think, this is the way it ought to be. You think other people are wrong because they're not hustling the way you're hustling. They're not moving the way you're moving. But if we would get to a place where we would say, and the, the busyness doesn't matter if I don't have God. The banquet doesn't matter. The work doesn't matter. Her heart was, I'm going to serve Jesus food and I'm going to serve his people. You could think you have the right heart. I'm going to be blessed so I can now uh, tithe more. I'm going to be blessed so I can... Do more of this for the community. But guess what? It comes down to the most practical thing. Where are you being found? You're so distracted. Your mindset's so much on the stuff that you're missing the point. Do not let this be the case. Do not let this be the case. I'm going to be wrapping this up here now, but I, I, I want to encourage you. Uh, how do we remove these distractions? How do we get free of these things? Of course, it is always by the power of the Holy Spirit, first and foremost. But one, it is by the acknowledgement. We have to confess these things both publicly. Sometimes we need an accountability partner, someone that is truly in the Word of God that's not going to just tell you what you want to hear because that's the other thing about it. People, most people who would be like Martha in that situation, what did she do? She went to Jesus and said, Lord, rebuke her because she's wrong. She's not helping me. A lot of people, that's what they would do in these circumstances, okay? They get into a place and they look for someone who would be a, a, a person who would be a yes man, a yes woman, and say, see, I'm and I are doing right. See, aren't they wrong? Be careful with that kind of attitude, okay? Because that's not the way that you're going to get things right. That's only going to lead to more distractions. And the enemy loves 
for us to be distracted because then we can't be influential and powerful in the land. We must be a people who do not look always for people who would just tell us what we want to hear, but people who tells us what the Lord would want us to hear. And that means that we got to do that together by being found in his word. So that is a, one of the things we're talking about, confession to God and confession to others. But the people who are others, make sure these are people who actually are also being found in the place of prayer, not just found in the place you want them to be. Okay, just as if to say, because they say it's okay, God says it's okay. They are not God. If they give you the blessing, that's not the same as having God do it. Even if they might seem the most spiritual. Be watchful. Be watchful. All right, so 2 Kings chapter 4. I'm running through this. 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 8 says this. One day Elisha went to Shunem, where a wealthy woman lived. She was a wealthy woman who urged him to eat some food. So whenever he passed that way, he turned there to eat food. And she said to her husband, Behold now, I know this is a holy man of God who is continually passing our way. Verse 10. Let us make a small room on the roof with walls and put there for him a bed, a table, a chair, a lamp. So whenever he comes to us, he can go in there. One day he came there and he turned into a chamber, a chamber and rested there. And verse 12, and he said to Gehazi, a servant, call this Shunammite. When he had called her, she stood before him and he said, and he said to him, say now to her, see you have taken all this trouble for us. What is to be done for you? Would you have spoken a word on behalf to the king or the commander of the army? She answered, I dwell among my own people. And he said, what then is to be done for her? Gehazi answered, well, she has no son and her husband is old. Verse 15, he said, call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the doorway. And he said at this season, about this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, No, Lord, O man of God, do not lie to your servant. Verse 17, But the woman conceived, and she bore a son by that time the following spring, as Elisha had said to her. What is going on in this passage of Scripture? This woman saw a man of God in the land and said, I want the Holy Spirit that is upon this man to be in my home. So she invites him in and gives him food every time. Begged him, the Bible actually says, please come and eat. So, so he, he, he comes and he eats. And then she goes to her husband and she says, look, we got a lot of money here. We can make something happen. We can DIY this. We can build another whole room in our house. We can make some space. We can make sure that he's, he, when he comes now, he doesn't just come to eat, but he comes to rest when he's here. This is so symbolic. This is so symbolic. At this time, Elisha, of course, we read this as, as someone who is a carrier, as a prophet, right? But here now we live in this, in this New Testament right now. The Old Testament is still important. When we read this now, I look at this from a place of saying, she did not want the Holy Spirit to just pass by her home. She wanted the Holy Spirit to be comfortable there. She said, I, I, can't, I, I, I can't be comfortable. I got to get out of my comfort zone. It probably would be easier for him to maybe just come and maybe just have a meal. But to have him rest means that there's hospitality involved. It means I got to actually maybe knock down some walls and put up some new ones up and, and build some furniture and change some things around. Work was involved in it. But it mattered so much that the Holy Spirit would rest in her home. And she did not do this so she can have a thing. She did this so she can have God.
the Bible makes it clear to us that when she got to this place, she did not ask for anything. The Bible actually says that the man of God saw this that was going on and asked, what can we do for you? <laughs> and when she, he asked this, her response is, I'm good. I'm with my people. I'm well taken care of. And then they come back to her and speak a blessing over her that something was going to be birthed from her that seemed impossible. When we go later in the scripture, I don't have time to get into this, but it was the very thing that God gave her was the thing that she laid down. Something that she made peace with not being able to have. When you have the Holy Spirit, the very things that you have made peace with not even having, the Lord will bring fresh life into it. It seems impossible, but his Holy Spirit is present. Therefore, impossible becomes possible in these places. We will not be distracted. Don't let the distractions get in the way of having the thing the Lord wants for you. It matters so little. What matters so much more is what he has. We have his word. Hold on to this. Cling to this. Hide it in your heart. Make sure that you are consistently found refreshing yourself in his presence. You will never be disappointed in this. I thank you all so much for your time today. I thank you so much for, for hearing this word. I pray that it truly blessed your lives and that you wrote down these scriptures. You can play this again, share with others. But, but this is not a in-season just right now, right? This is not like I'm saying this because of something that's happening or something that's happened to me or something, whatever. No, no, no. This is a word for all of us. God's word is for all of us, okay? No matter what, we don't, we don't want to have hate in our hearts towards certain people, certain things. We don't want to have these distractions, these things that, that will boost us up and make us feel like we're really important and doing well, the prideful and proudfulness. We don't want to have this kind of attitude that I just got to stay busy and do all these kind of things and it's all for a good point, so it's okay. God's, God will say it's okay. God, help us not to be the people that are so distracted. But God, I want us as people, you know, like if you if you have an iPhone, you know what I'm talking about. You put, I think it, it probably is on Androids too, but as we joke a response, you were apostolic. Um, but, you know, you if you're on your iPhone, you put it on that do not disturb mode. That's what we got to be on right now. Don't disturb me. Don't disturb me. I'm not distracted. I am not distracted. Pray with me now. Lord, I thank you for your people, that they've heard your word today. I pray now that everything that was spoken, your holy word, would penetrate our hearts and minds. We wouldn't just think that everyone else is wrong, but Lord, we would say, help us not to be uh, making an excuse for any of the things that your word might say. But God, help us that we would, we would truly surrender our hearts, our lives, our situations, our attitudes, the wrongs, the hurts the pains, the, the, the plans, all of it, because it's not worth letting us be distracted. We don't want to be the lions fighting over the very thing that's supposed to be for us to share together. Help us, God, that we would be the people that would be so intentional, so purposeful, so blessed that more people would say, I want to have what they have. 
because what they have is truly different. God, I thank you that we are to be impactful, not just present. We're not supposed to just be a people who are just Christians, just going about our lives, hiding. But no, here our response, God, you've given us a word, and that word is to stand out and shine. And God, I thank you that these people are going to stand out and shine for you because they're not a distracted people. I speak life over them, I pray. Thank you, Lord, that you're doing this in our lives. We thank you, Lord, and we receive what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, Resplendency. Thank you so much for this time. And don't forget to stand out and shine. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. We give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. Wow. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Keep Jesus. our focus on you. Help us not to be distracted, Holy yes, Spirit. Yes. Your Holy Spirit is, is, is calling us. It's knocking on the door of our hearts, yes. our minds. I know you want to get this word deep within yes, us, Lord. Yes. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you would, by the power of your Holy Spirit, move mightily in the hearts and the minds of your people that are watching yes, right now. Lord. That, Lord, that this area of not to be distracted Jesus. would permeate their lives yes. and you would bring glory to yourself through their lives. Yes. Jesus help them not yes. to be distracted. God. Yes, God. Yes. What is the, 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 the big, what is the thing specifically that you're saying to the, your people, Lord? Because you are righteous. You're holy. Amen. You are God. Amen. Lord, help them. In the name of Jesus yes, Christ. Yes, and to throw away, lay aside all those things. Yes, Lord. And keep going forward. In the name of in the Jesus name of Christ. Jesus. Don't let nothing get in the way, God, of our run and our walk with you, Lord. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen. and amen. amen. What a blessed word, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. May it fall on good, godly yes. ground. May it bear good, godly fruit in your lives yes. in the name of yes, Jesus God. Christ. Yes, we would, and we would love to hear how this word encouraged your heart. Make yes. sure that you guys reach out to us at contact. Oh, too. Contact us at contact at Of course, throughout any um, of our services, you guys are always welcome to comment. So please leave a comment as well. But let us know how this word today encouraged your heart in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We're so appreciative of all of you. Please do not forget, we have a great prayer meeting on Tuesday in Jesus' name to look forward to at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we have the new, um, this is a little different format of a Beaver Spending episode with a precious brother that loves the Word of God on this, this Beaver Spending episode that will come out on Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. In the name of our great our brother, I want it. him. To, he's going to just bless your lives in Jesus' yeah, name. Right. And I just pray that you guys will all tune in, share it with a million people. <laughs> in Jesus' name, like the videos for God's glory. The, in, the, 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 the quick moments of prayer will also come out this week. So you guys just getting us at least three times, four times a week in Jesus' name. And then next Sunday, God willing, we will have communion together. To break bread together live with Pastor Natalie and I with, in Jesus' name at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We look forward to every single one of you. We love you. We thank God for you. Yes. And we hope to hear from every single yes. one of you. You know that? Yes.
Keep commenting even after we go live yes. in Jesus' and name. And I just want to say, let's just pray real quick. Father, there's so much happening in the earth, Lord. Yes. God, the war right now, God, we, we, we continue to just lift up what's happening, God. God, in all the earth, Lord, may you, God, have your way and watch over your people, God. Watch over your people, God. Continue, God, to look over your people, God, and do miracle signs and wonders, God, in every single life because you know, God, you know the needs of every single person, God, that is that's tuning in right now and those, God, that you want us to stand in the gap for. So, God, we just lift up, God, the nations. We lift up the earth, God, to you, God. Have your way, God, because we know, God, that you are in control, Lord. So we leave it in your hands, God. Have your way, God. And please have mercy and bring peace, peace to the hearts of your people and peace to their minds, oh, God, right now. And bring miracle signs and wonders of finances supernaturally and even, and even provision, food, God, shelter for your people. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, God, what you're doing, God, for every life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you. We love you. We thank God for you. And please do not forget to do this. For the glory, for of, the God. glory of God. Stand, Stand out and shine for, for Jesus, Jesus Christ. God, God bless you. you. We love you.